Good evening and welcome to another episode of The Biz Talk, where people in business matter. My name is Bobby Reyes, and I'm here with my lovely co-host. Of course, MJ Conception here at your service. Good evening, everyone. And we are live today, courtesy of the Philippine American Chamber of Commerce, Texas, Greater Houston Region, and our partner in this endeavor. Yes, Roof Chamber, Radio Pinoy. Maraming salamat po. And because of the cooperation of these two organizations, we are here mm -hmm. and we are able mm -hmm. to bring you the show. Right, Bobby? Yes, and the show is live on Facebook and YouTube. For those of you who are watching us live, you can uh, leave comments either in the Facebook or the YouTube app, and we will be able to see it. And if you want us to respond, we will see them and we can respond to you in, in an interactive mode. And so, MJ, That's where are right. we also live? Not live, but where will we be on audio? Yeah, well, if you miss the live show, you can listen to our um, show at, of course, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Listen Notes. So don't worry if you miss this because you can listen to us after the show. Yes, not only listen, but yeah. you can watch the recorded version of the show also on, on Facebook YouTube. and YouTube. That and is correct. So, MJ, we I think we have a very interesting show today. I know. We have two uh, gentlemen who are going to be sharing... Life experiences. That's right. And will give us lessons that we can learn from, well, we right? So, right? But, of course, let's talk about the speaker series last night. Yes, we had our, our scheduled PACCTX speaker series, which is one of our signature events where we invite... A community leader, or or an educator, or or a or a business professional, to talk about topics of interest to members of the Philippine American Chamber of Commerce, Texas. And so last night we had Dr. Sunny Zhang, mm -hmm. who actually spoke to us on what they need to know to invest in startups. And I think wow, the most I missed that. It would have been yes. a really good, yeah. And yeah. she actually One for put me up, too. She actually <laughs> said an interesting little definition because when you hear the word immigrant, what do you mm -hmm. think? You think it's somebody who's a permanent resident or has a green mm -hmm. card, right? Mm -hmm. But what she said and actually made sense to me is anybody who is not native born in the United States is an immigrant. Mm -hmm. Because if you were not born here, you are an immigrant, regardless of your of your immigration status. But mm -hmm. her point being, majority of the high-performing small businesses, startups, were actually founded by immigrants. Oh, wow. That's good. So immigrants are a big part of the economy. That's Yes. And so it was a really very... That's really true. Yeah. She, she's also a professor at the University mm -hmm. of St. Thomas. That's why I found oh, that wow. the interaction yeah. was very much like a college classroom where it wasn't just one person talking. We were actually discussing back and forth. Mm -hmm. If anybody in the audience wanted to ask a question... She was able to respond. And so it was actually nice. Yeah, For so the, I surely missed a lot then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but guess what? Um, we actually showed it on Facebook Live. So if you go to our Facebook page, you will see the recorded version of Facebook Live. So you can watch her uh, presentation. And there's our flyer. Mm -hmm. Everything you wanted to do about investing in startups but don't know who, what, and how to ask. And the interesting thing is, she covered a lot more topics besides this topic. That's good. Yeah, well, we, we also talked about venture capitals. Mm -hmm. So it was it was very it's That's very good, very and informative, so, huh? Yeah, we're working on the, we're working on a few more interesting topics for future. But mm -hmm. um, 
stay tuned, I guess is what everybody says. Until, until we finalize the plans, you will see the flyers. And if you go to our Facebook page, you will see it. Yeah, and, and we don't, don't we have another upcoming event yes, for do. our chamber? Yes, what is yeah. it? Well, I think it's the BizMix, yes, right? Yes, it is. BizMix coming up on October 6th. And this is in cooperation with Asian Chamber of Commerce. Yes, it is. And and the thing to remember is if you're a member of our chamber, PACCTX Greater Houston Region, you are automatically a member of the Asian Chamber of Commerce because we have mm -hmm. a memorandum of understanding where we, we share memberships and we share projects, we share events. And so this is actually a good networking event. We've mm -hmm. developed a lot of lifelong friendships mm -hmm. and business connections through these kinds of mixers. And so mm -hmm. it's actually worth going to. So for members of either PACCTX or um, Asian, the Chamber. Asian Chamber, mm -hmm. yes, it's going to be $20. Uh, for non-members, it's $30. But that includes drinks and Light light bites is what they call it. I can I, I it's there on the flyer that's shown on screen right now, and so it's going to be an interesting two hours. It's going to be from five thirty to seven thirty p.m. at Jerry's Grill, and so if you go to our website, you will see this flyer, and it does have all the details on how to register because you do need to register so we would at least know how many people are showing. All right, so save the date October sixth. Yes, okay. we are going to be there. All right. Okay. I think it's about time we welcome our first guest. Yes. It's somebody, Are we ready? Yes. It's somebody that we know very well. Of course. It's part of our board. I mean, board member of our chamber. Yes, he is so. a member of the board. But uh, as with everybody else, we know we are, we wear many different hats. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of the proper metaphor. We wear many different hats. Oh, yeah. Like MJ and I are here today. We're wearing our broadcast hat. <laughs> Uh, during the day, we do have our real jobs. <laughs> the That's real, right. We still world. do. We yeah, still we do. do. <clears throat> but yeah, you're right. We we are jack of all trades. You know. Well, no. But yeah. No, we just we just they have different ordinary people with other you know talents different and all roles. that different roles. So, and <laughs> our guests for tonight are really yes well experienced. And we have to be well behaved. People, uh, yeah, we have to. <laughs> we're gonna get reprimanded. Hopefully <laughs> not. I'm joking. But anyway, we're gonna learn a lot from both of them. But first off, let's introduce Father Nelson Flores. Hello. hello. Good evening, hello, Pop. Hello. Welcome. Good evening to both of you and to our watchers and listeners and uh, everybody else. Yes. And we are very happy to see you here, Father Nelson. And so <clears throat> one of the first things, I guess, let's 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 jump around uh, because normally we talk about, you know, your educational, uh, uh, you know, educational background and all this. But tell us, you, you are Father Nelson Flores. Tell us what church you belong to. Tell, give us a little bit of background about that, because I understand that that's... Um, that's something that you're that you're in the process of, um, shall we say, cultivating. And I think you can give us a background of how you got into the ministry. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a long story. But uh, first of all, <laughs> I am a product of a Roman Catholic school. Uh, from elementary to college, I went to University of Santo Tomas in Manila. Mm -hmm. And uh, I graduated in 19, uh, 
97 Bachelor of Arts in Journalism. Uh, I was a journalist for 20 years. I worked for the Philippine Daily Inquirer for 20 years. That's my first and only job in the Philippines. Well, not, not only, but the, that's my first job. And then uh, I, I had the stint with uh, DZXL, uh, an AM station, and then uh, DZRJ. Mm -hmm. I worked for a total of, I think, five years. So I, I was also a broadcast journalist. Mm -hmm. And then we came, I finished my doctorate in Adamson University. I got this, my, my degree is a doctor of law. Mm -hmm. And then we went here in the States, we migrated, my wife and I migrated. And it was here that I was uh, introduced first to the Episcopal Church. And uh, But in context, you have to know that even before I graduated from college, I already have a calling to become a priest. Mm -hmm. But I was engaged then with my wife now, so... Uh, I made the choice to choose the wife, my my, my fiancé then, who is my wife now. And that is the reason why I did not become a priest, although I was already closely working with uh, members of the Society of the Divine Word at that time, SBD, and we are already doing ministry in Southern Tagalog, uh, in Cavite, Quezon, Rizal, so those were my areas of responsibility at that time. And then, as I said, we migrated here and I was introduced to the Episcopal Church. And uh, after being introduced to the Episcopal Church, my, my, my calling to become a priest was rekindled. Because mm -hmm. I was happy that uh, priests are allowed to get married under the Episcopal Church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, to cut the long story short, sometime in the early 2010 or 2011, I got a scholarship from the Philippine Independent Church, or Philippine Independent Catholic Church, or otherwise known as Aglipay. Aglipay mm -hmm. Church. So I took that scholarship, went home to the Philippines several times to finish my studies. And after graduation, I was ordained deacon in 2016, and I was ordained priest in 2021. Uh, under the church, but now I'm again, uh, and I, I'm working with the Filipino community in trying to establish the Santo Nino Episcopal community, which is the Filipino, well, let us say the Filipino arm and the Filipino wing of the Episcopal Church. So that's how I got involved in ministry and in, in the priesthood. But at the same time, I have a layman's job. Mm -hmm. I am certified interpreter. Mm -hmm. And I've been an interpreter for four years now. And uh, so I'm what you call a bi-book. I'm a bi-book priest, meaning a bi-vocational priest. Mm -hmm. Someone who has a layman's job and at this time performing a job of an ordained minister. So I am a bi-book. But hopefully I will be a full-fledged uh, Priest, maybe perhaps next year. So in I'm, the Episcopal Church. Hopefully, we will see. Yes, uh, and so yeah. now tell us a little bit about your plans for the Santo Nino Episcopal Church. Well, uh, the Santo Nino Episcopal Church was the brainchild of Father Isaias Ginso. 
uh, because he noticed that there are some, some, not all Filipinos going to the Roman Catholic Church are Roman Catholics. Uh, there, there are some who goes to the Roman Catholic Church because that is the only church available to them here. They don't know the Episcopal, they don't know the Methodist, they don't know the Baptist or the other uh, other sects or other uh, denominations. Just like me, I came to know, although I have an, an, a big idea of the Episcopal in, in Manila, when I was in Manila, but I, I really don't know what the Episcopal Church, and it was only when I came here in the States that I learned about and uh, came to know the Episcopal Church. So same thing with other Filipinos. Just like uh, during our event in uh, our Fiesta Cosa, Texas, I met someone who is an aglipay, but he goes to the Roman Catholic Church, and but he is a aglipay. But mm -hmm. since there is no aglipay church here, he goes to the Roman Catholic Church. So that's another thing. Mm -hmm. So Father Ginson had an idea now. Why, why not you know, talk with these people and let us see if we can build our own community. So that's when we decided to found the uh, uh, Santo Nino Episcopal community. So we are trying to establish this community and hopefully the people will, although being a member of, of the community doesn't mean you'll be a, a member of the Episcopal Church. No, it's not. It's just a community. It's like mm -hmm. a fellowship um, uh, with free Bible study, with free mass, if you may, right? Yeah, and, and, yeah, free, and, and free fellowship too. That's right. Yeah, free yeah. fellowship. Yes. Yeah, so it's it's it was quite a journey for you then, Father Nelson, huh? Yeah. Yes, because I, I myself, I, I was really surprised. I didn't even expect to become a priest. And uh, mm -hmm. a lot of my close friends are really surprised. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, they, they keep on asking me, what happened to you? <laughs> so... so <laughs> I don't know if that is something to be proud of or uh, something to be what? embarrassed. Or you can look at it in a positive way. Well, yeah. Yes, plus, yes. plus, you know, there's there's a saying. I mean, there's a verse in the Bible which says that whatever God has started in you, He will be faithful to complete it. So, if you had that calling early on, you know, God provides the opportunities and directs your path mm -hmm. as He, you know he wants you to be so it's the same way yeah, in yeah. in in our life in our spiritual lives yeah. we have some callings we have some like aspirations early on that right. god will still give you the chance to fulfill them just like what we're doing right bobby yeah, and to follow, the, it's, yeah, to follow uh -huh. the analogy earlier we all yeah. wear different hats that's right because yeah. like you were a broad broadcast journalist i i tried to be a journalist and a broadcaster before i became a nurse mm -hmm. but i became a nurse but God still gave me this opportunity to at least use or fulfill my dream of becoming a broadcaster. It may not be a paid job, but I love doing it. So, you know, God just really provides all these opportunities and he knows the desires of our hearts. So he gives those desires in his perfect timing. You know, you're talking about spiritual and I, yeah. I could say that, I am spiritually guided to yeah, the all, decisions. We, yeah, we, we all are, are all, and yet we we have this divine, you know, that guidance from mm -hmm. a supreme being that we know that 
right. will help us and give us the wisdom in everything that we do or think yep, about. Yep. Yeah. Yes. I agree. God never stopped talking with us. It's mm -hmm. just that we stop listening. I was going to say, you just have to listen for it. Yes. That, that, that's and Bobby had the opportunity to actually... What? What did I do? <laughs> You have a second life, so oh, you actually well, yeah, had that yeah. kind of ex that, that, that's for a, that's great for a different experience. Show. <laughs> that's for I, a different show. <laughs> but uh, if I may add, what happened to me is like, well, I don't want really to compare myself because I. But what happened to me is like what happened to Saint Paul. That there was. I was going to say I, it's all on the way to Damascus. Yes, there was a conversion in me, on the way to the road to Damascus. So. So mm -hmm. from a being a, a a person who lives well, I'm not really worldly, but uh, because of the my line of work, I'm really close to being worldly. So your previous line of work. Yes, my previous line of work my, when I was a journalist, and uh, you know how we see it in Manila, when uh, when you are a journalist, you have a lot of influence to, to the that point. That is right. Yes. You think you are above the law. And right. Mm -hmm. It happened to me. And the temptation of power, uh, everything. You can think of everything. Mm -hmm. I have it at that time. And I, and I lost all of those when I came here in the States. Mm -hmm. but, but see, because I, God, God was preparing you for something else. That's right. That is and correct. I'm being, not knowing I'm being prepared for this, for this way of life. Well, um, no, you know the road to to God is not is not smooth. You know we, we all know that we get sidetracked. You know there's all kinds of temptations mm -hmm. all all around us. But as long as we have that relationship with God, I mean He's always gonna bring us right. back. So mm -hmm. yeah. And so um, let let's uh, switch gears a little bit. Not many people know that Father Nelson is also a very accomplished historian. Very well versed in Philippine history. Ayan, binuking na kita, ha? But, uh, but um, I have had long conversations with Father Nelson about Philippine history, and he has a different insight on what we were taught in school. Because obviously, you know, textbooks are written, and we don't have the full picture in there. Mm -hmm. I learned from Father Nelson um, how much, the, how much the, the United States paid for the Philippines, for example. I never... Learned that in history books. Uh, yes. I can't remember anymore, but it's like a sack of potatoes or something. Yes. Uh, we were sold by Spain to the United States for $20 million. And at that time, there are only 10 million Filipinos. So if you divide the 20 by 10, you get two. So it's like if every Filipino was sold for two dollars, which is the price of a sack of potato. Yeah, I remember. I remember that conversation. So that is why. Yeah, so that so, is why. That's uh, yeah. yeah, our Filipino, the, the members of the uh, Aguinaldo government were so uh, what do you call this aghast. They were so. They felt so bad that uh, we are treated like being a sack of potato. Mm -hmm. Well, my love for history started when I was in grade two because I started reading Philippine history at that young age. And uh, so, uh, modesty aside, whenever there is a history test, I never review. Wow. Or, or, 
all all my tests are you know stock knowledge and i always pass it with flying colors unfortunately it's not the same thing with mathematics <laughs> well, uh, that's very interesting to know. Yeah, but, uh, but I think we have to we, pause we, for we now. We have to take a break. Yeah. And so we will go back to you, Father Nelson. After the break, we will have our next guest, and then we will bring both of you together for our, shall we say, our roundtable discussion. That's so right. stay tuned. We'll have a quick break. Hello to everyone from Roof Chamber Radio. I'm encouraging all of you to stay here stay in this chamber you want to be inspired you want to be encouraged this is where it's at and we're all going to need this especially you know in this new year that we're in we don't know what's up for tomorrow we don't know what's going to happen next week or next month but i believe that when you gather with people who believe in the power the faithfulness and the goodness of the lord jesus christ there is power in that in itself so stay here, stay in the roof chamber, radio, be inspired, be encouraged, and let's all go through life, not on our own, and more than just with each other, but let's speak the faith, let's share the faith, let's live by faith, and let's walk by faith. God bless you all, everyone from Roof Chamber Radio. And we are back. Yes, welcome back, everyone. And, and I think was, we're gonna have our. Yeah, that was very quick. Yeah, I mean, it was and, like. And, yeah, we always say. Yeah, depending passed. on the topic, you know, the time yeah, goes by fast. I and, know. Uh, but um, yeah. remember what I said about wearing different hats. Father Nelson has worn many different hats, and like mm -hmm. I said, we all do. And the thing mm -hmm. is, it makes us better people. That's right. Depending like on what we are. So. Mm -hmm. All those experiences that we we get from doing or assuming all this different kind of roles make us into yeah, more well-rounded people and everything. Yep, I mean, it's yep. just, anyway, and I think so, it's time for our next uh, guest because we're, uh, we're just killing time so no, we're quickly. Not. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're, uh, <laughs> we're making the most of the time that we have. Yes. And yes. so our next guest is also a member of the Philippine American Chamber of Commerce, Texas. He's actually one of our newer members. He's only been a member for, a few months, but he has already made an impact. He's been very that's right. Uh, he's he's been, very supportive yes. and and he, and, yeah. and and helps us with a lot of things. And um, we'd like to introduce him now. And his name is Brother J Lord De Palma. Hello, Hello. good evening. Good evening, J uh, Brother J. Hello, Ading. Magandang gabi, Ading. Naimbangarabi. Amen. And bagarabiyo amin apo. So, just so nice again. Thank you so much. Good evening. Thank you for letting me in into your world. Oh, okay. of course. You're always yes. welcome. Welcome. We are very happy you joined us today. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for becoming a member of PACC. You are surely an asset to our chamber. And so we can. It's start an honor and a privilege. Thank you. Yes, and we're going to start with you giving us a little bit of uh, a background about yourself, what, you know, where you the, came from, what degree <laughs> did you finish? Anything that's you the hardest, anything. <laughs> that's anything the hardest question I always answer because it's really hard to, to tell, tell yourself about, you know, whatever, who, who you are, whatever it is, you know. Uh, but anyhow, uh, I'm J. Lord Palma from Pasukin, Ilocos Norte. Um, 
basically going to school is the hardest thing for us we we, we didn't we didn't grow up like uh some people that really um have something in their table all the time uh but we thank god uh through the means of uh the hard work of our parents we're able to go to college and and uh, we have the same university with that mj we That's came right. from mariano marcos state university same college of nursing uh -huh. and all those people around that she knows i know them too um no um, i'm older oh i'm okay. older than him yes i, was <laughs> I thought you were classmates <laughs> uh, i took my master's in saint paul university catholic university and started my doctorate in nursing science then we came here to the states but more so uh I pioneered a lot of stuff during the time that nursing is booming in the Philippines. I uh, we have nursing school in Abra, the first nursing school in Abra in Abra Valley Colleges, as well as I uh, came home to Lawag to to pioneer the school of nursing in Divine Word College of Lawag, and this this school is still there, <laughs> thank God. Mm -hmm. That's and, good. Then we moved here in the States, uh, start a family. And, you know, uh, I always remember what the saying, uh, the saying of the old, uh, the late Miles Monroe always say like, mediocrity is living below your revealed potentials. So I don't want to live in mediocrity. And that's that you have to live above your potentials and that's what American dream is all about. It opens up the freeway of and the highway of opportunity. And with regards to those, we have, you know, not just the profession that we have as a nurse, uh, me and my wife are both nurses and different field of specialization. Um, but the purpose that we have is, is still in our hearts. That's the, that's the reason why we started uh, in the ministry. Uh, we've been so active in um, the non-denominational church. Mm -hmm. uh, we we are part of the International Victory Christian Church in Pearland, Texas, uh, which we started 2006. Then God moved us out. We started the brand new church, which is the One Accord Fellowship. And a few years ago, uh, God brought me to the Chinatown district, which we uh, basically we started the welcome home ministry for the Chinese ministry. Mm -hmm. So in, in that perspective, and it's all about the Lord and it's, it's our life. I, I always say that uh, my, uh, my daily life is, is a gift. It's, it's really a gift because um, through poverty, my, you know, kwento ng aking nanay, I'm the la I'm, I'm, I'm the bonso in the family and the youngest in the family it's you know uh through the hardships she really did want me to be aborted and that's why I fought my life to come here you know to, to be in this world mm -hmm. uh, and I know for sure God was there with me through all the all the days of my life um I used to be uh not really a Catholic uh in ugly Payan church in 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 Pasuk, in Los Norte, my my mom used to be uh, so active, but uh, God caught my attention. When when God caught your attention, and that's the time you you started to have uh, have a relationship with with Him, and mm -hmm. 
putting putting his attention is like uh bringing you to the right purpose of your life and that is to serve him serve him the, in and to the best of your ability and to exert more effort you know and and it's it's all about him it's not about us that's why my name is j lord because during those times my mom might not even get any because my siblings have two names and in, in that perspective it's just say like jesus is lord so it's just put jesus is lord and make it as j lord they're like oh wow so it's like wow. a, a hat uh really a hat that's really have very meaningful but it takes a lot of responsibility and accountability because if your name has a lord in it it's like you need to be good man <laughs> people are watching you that's right <laughs> they, they're gonna keep watching on you yeah. you know they keep watching yeah. on your back whatever you do whatever you say it's everything yeah. is recorded you have so to all those things yes mm -hmm. yes and i think that's a little bit of me uh, you know and whatever it's really hard that's why i was i just passed i just emailed my my bio to 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 bobby and uh, i think that was it i just copy paste from my yeah, but, but, <laughs> resume yeah, but it's, better. it's actually yeah. better to hear from you and that's right you mentioned you're in, you're also a nurse you and your wife are nurses so what kind of business do you run right now i understand um, you have a yes yes we, we, we are we are home based meaning home based meaning we do home health and uh, i do dialysis she does infusion and um we we want to to go far from that because right now uh with the cms um uh guidelines. regulations guidelines they wanted to put the hospital in the home setting so we we want to go to that level and and it's it's there's a lot, a lot of rough roads ahead of us but uh god is guiding us through because anything that we do it benefits the kingdom of god uh it's it's not us it's it's all about the lord so if ever God wants us to and looking forward to ex to expand our territory, uh, it's all for Him. It's gonna be benefited. So, uh, we're looking for getting get, having a hospice, uh, gearing towards IV infusion and dialysis as well. Because I, I I be I'm an employee of a, uh, one of the biggest dialysis company, home dialysis company in America and we wanted to do the same way but um it will be one step by step because mm -hmm. if you put them together it's a lot of a lot of investment but yeah. but we thank god we are in the right a right path and that's our sideline that's our part of that's one of our hat as we talked about a while ago not mm -hmm. just not just in, not just in the ministry side uh we have family we our, our children is still growing up and we and we wanted to show them really how a christian is supposed to be and not, right now uh, i we have one college student and I, the, the one you're looking at right now where i have the toga in the background is that's his and and it, it is a really symbolic for me why i have that toga behind me and why you asked me a while ago is about we don't stop learning we don't stop uh uh you know uh conveying uh, the message of truth the wisdom that we need to get every single day and that's how it is it's not an end if you have a toga that's not an end uh, there's always and always a, a thing that you need to learn
Yeah, and that, that's true because God is not done with us yet. Amen. Right? Yes. And of course, with all these roles, and you have your business, you're an employee of a dialysis center, you have the ministry and all this. I mean, how do you balance your <laughs> life with all these responsibilities and roles that you <laughs> that you do? I mean, it's it's very interesting. Well, you're young, so you have all the energy. All <laughs> I'm that. getting old too. <laughs> no, it's 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 yeah. it's, it's a matter of how you know uh, going back to my roads, you know, um, uh, I used to, by, by six o'clock, I ring the bell in the church and in the morning, I ring the bell in the afternoon and try and uh, cleaning the, cleaning the church in the morning. And, and I already, uh, I already, uh, I, I grew up with that kind of, 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 of life lifestyle mm -hmm. and our daily life is is it's really hard work uh that's that's how i've learned from my parents and i i thank god for that and i i want to build that perspective as well i always wake up at three o'clock in the morning that's it i wow. wake up at three o'clock in the morning you never sleep i told you uh, i still I, I have a good night rest i thank god i always sleep with beside my wife that's it <laughs> yeah okay, so it looks like you know you of course, perseverance, hard work, all those. And I know because of your ministry, it gives you more strength. And that's why Indeed. you're able to, Indeed. to do all these things that that you want to do to to glorify God. I think I'll, at the end yes. of the day, you're doing all these things for his glory. So I quite relate to that. But yeah, it's, it's hard work and perseverance. And wow. So how do you enjoy life? Wow, like besides, I enjoy life. No, I mean, like besides what, what do you do? Besides what do you, work? Yeah, what do you do for fun with? Oh, with... I, I play basketball. I okay, play basketball. So uh, you know, I, I have friends, uh, not just visiting members of the church. Uh, you know, we we have fun. My my daughter, I go to all their activities. My daughter is a gymnast, and I know, I my my yeah. my my two kids are orchestra players and i enjoy listening to them by just that alone it's, it's really encouraged me you know it's it that's my joy we have vacation time yes we we, we took some time i love driving I, I i did a 10 day uh trip going to the east coast and from one place to another it's like we have energy to do that and we love to see nature um my uh my kids loves mountains which i grew up with uh, I, I as i always tell them i used to to hike mount pula again and in uh, second second highest mountain in the philippines wow. how, how i wish I, we're gonna do that same way with, with with my kids you know and that, we're planning to do that someday i'm yeah, waiting I for remember, them to grow, grow i remember more. when i was a kid too like you know in batak right there's mountains yes. and then we would hike we would go and pick up the lumboy is it lumboy right what is lumboy <laughs> it's, like it's like a grave and we we would gather with friends and we would go hike and walk into the mountains i don't know it's like our childhood is just simple uh, life simple. is so simple uh, live, yes. live live to the fullest you know we we don't have much of dreams and you know um uh, whatsoever like, we don't have that much um uh, uh, how do i say that uh means what what we wanted like other people has or something like that yeah. we, we don't have those kind of stuff yeah. 
It and was very poor. Me too. I grew up very poor. Like nothing. Simple. No TV. No very TV. simple. You know what? I remember too when I was in elementary school, after walking from school, uh, we would stop by our neighbor and look through their window and watch TV. <laughs> I'm not kidding. No TV, nothing. Yes. Yeah. So I can relate. You know, I grew yeah. up in very poor. So when you grow up like that, you tend to aspire and strive hard mm -hmm. and pray hard that your children's life will not be the same. Yeah, I know. I uh, I yeah. mentioned in, in another show, actually, where um, my parents also came from poor families and they made sure mm -hmm. we remember where we came from. Mm hmm. And so we were firmly grounded in mm -hmm. our background, in our family background. So my family's from Nevaisiha. And so mm -hmm. both my parents are from Nevaisiha. They made sure I remember all my siblings remember where, where they came from and where we were then when we were growing up is because mm -hmm. of the hard work that my parents did. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so at this point, though, I, I think uh, we are going on a break and oh, people... A... Um, We'd like to encourage you to leave comments for yeah. us because we will be able to see them and respond. And we will read a few of the comments when we come back from break. Thank you. Hi, this is Eileen, and I invite you to watch Usapang After Record. We are live streamed via Facebook page and YouTube channel of Roof Chamber Radio Pinoy every Friday, 9 p.m. Central Time, 10 p.m. Eastern, and 7 p.m. Pacific. That will be Saturday in the Philippines at 10 in the morning. Every week, I makikipagkwentuhan tayo sa ating featured guests about legal matters, that could probably change your life. Makita kita tayo dito sa Usapan After Record. All and right. That yeah. was uh, Atoni Eileen Dizon, who is our region chair. Mm -hmm. And she also have a show. She, ha she has a show every Friday. That's right. So, so tune in and always yes. yeah, watch her show. And you learn a lot from her show. So, so anyway, we've had, we have a couple of comments from from our one of our Facebook uh, viewers. She said, or he says, I've been to Mount Pulag. It's a five-hour hike, but the view on top of the mountain was magnificent. Wow. Did you say you climbed that? No, not 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 Mount Pulag. Oh, okay. I, was just, I thought you did. Was... I was just talking about the small mountains in our barangay or barrio. Oh, okay. But it was J. It was J. It was J. Lord okay, that he climbed that. Yes, so we need to ask me. him about it. When, when we bring him back, we have to ask him about it. That's right. Which makes so I climbed the Enchanted Rock in in Fredericksburg about a couple of weeks ago. That was that took us what an hour, and we were up there. So yeah, that's we, a we went hiking hike. one time in Austin, you know, my kids and their friends. And oh, my gosh, it was so hot. And mm -hmm. I almost passed out, I think, because it was so hot. <laughs> Anyways, hiking is a good exercise. Yes. Anyway, so remember when yep. I challenged you to do the marathon. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but that was like I got caught yeah, by yeah. your in surprise. Mm -hmm. By surprise, sorry, I got by surprise, and I made a but promise, we we but that did. promise was broken. <laughs> so, I'm not conditioned to do a marathon. No, I not, have a not. long need, ways to go. You need training, and so I okay, I, I know we have our two guests waiting, and um, we'd like to bring them both back, Father Nelson and Brother Jay. 
Hello. Hello. Hello there. Welcome back to both of you. You know, I I never realized that you both are relate. You know, you both have ties to the Aglipa Church. Oh yes, I uh, I have a background in Aglipa Church, and actually, in my fraternity group, we were baptized during the Aglipa's birthday, Father Aglipa's birthday. So <laughs> that's fun too. Yeah, I know too in Batak there's an Aglipay church, but we, we used to go to the Catholic church there. But yeah. So the question is, when was that birthday? Oh, uh, September 1st. Oh, okay. So he remembers. <laughs> yeah, September 1st is uh, yeah, the founder of the Aglipayan church. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we we uh we got we are now back to the point where uh we'd like to discuss um so everybody knows we've been through over two years of this COVID-19 pandemic. Mm -hmm. And we are now living in what you call the new normal. And so you have to agree with us when we say that our lives have been changed. Indeed. We are not living the same way we were over two and a half years ago. If I remember correctly, mm -hmm. January of 2020 is when all of this started uh, be becoming um, news. And then yeah. we started going to the lockdowns in January and no, not January, Feb February Fe and March of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And so... We have all changed. That's right. And um, what we'd like to ask from both of you is what, I guess in your, in your specific instances, what changes have you made in balancing your work? Because I know you both work also, but then you also have a, a spiritual background that you also balance. And then you also have your personal life. So how did you manage to tackle on this new normal? And hopefully our viewers will learn from your experiences and whoever wants to start first. Well, let me start. I was, I, I was lucky because uh, uh, during the height of the COVID pandemic, when uh, we have a lockdown, uh, that's when I started working at home. Mm -hmm. So I've been working at home for almost three years now. Uh, I do my job here in my laptop, and uh, and it's a good thing in a way because uh, it saves me a lot of gas. Mm -hmm. But it, it uh, on the op on the flip side, I consume a lot of electricity because the computer is on for the whole day, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, so so that's when I spend this uh, pandemic time. That's how I spend it. But another thing is I, I had time to, to read and to bond with my dog. <laughs> I'm a dog lover. Yes. General Haru. That is General Haru. I promoted oh him. To, he's so yeah, cute. Yeah. I promoted him two Christmases ago. So he, he used to be a, a private. Suddenly he became no, a general. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, uh, Haru had a sibling. Well, you know, that adopted sibling Chica. She died last September because Aww. of cancer. Mm. Uh, so, cancer of the cervix. So, yeah. uh, we had time to bond. Uh, and uh, uh, because I'm with my dogs whole day, my wife is working the whole day, and my daughter is in Dallas. So, I'm basically alone at home. So, I studied. And then, once in a while, I got calls for uh, house blessing. Car blessing, dog blessing. So, 
So I did that. And then uh, until Brother Isaiah came back and we started working in the church. And you've been, uh, Bob has been in the church with me mm-hmm. several mm-hmm. times. So and uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to invite you again on this coming 15. Now, uh, during this time, I, 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 I decided oh, I was able to organize that uh, Ang Bagong Bayani ng Mama Mayani. It's a new, a new organization. It was recently founded. Um, the goal of this organization is to help overseas Filipino workers, particularly those here in the States. Mm-hmm. Because uh, whether we like it or not, some of us here are just here to work. So their category is really an overseas Filipino worker. They are mm-hmm. sending back their earnings in the Philippines. And, and we are here to help them uh, sort out the in and outs here in the United States. And uh, since I have still contacts with people in Hong Kong and in, in the Middle East, we plan to expand the organization later. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, we're consolidating and uh, we are trying to figure out how we are going to proceed uh, with our job. And then uh, basically the organization is guided by our faith, our Christian faith. Mm-hmm. So we help using Christian uh, Christianity as the basis foundation or rational as rational to help other people and uh, this is the logo of my the philippine independent catholic church at the church that i'm with in in with and then oh and you have oh, the Bayan, Bayan is my column in manila because i still write i have a column in uh, hataw uh, tabloid mm-hmm. newspaper i have a column there it uh, comes out every two twice a week and sometimes once a week. So this is the name of my column, Usaping Bayan. And I've been using Usaping Bayan for a long time. In fact, uh, that is the title of my my segment in in an old television show here in, in Houston. Headlines mm-hmm. Usaping Bayan. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So w- when are you bringing... So you're Usaping Bayan, you said it's in the newspaper right now. You're writing yes. newspaper. Yes. yes. So I, I know you used to have a vlog. Yes, beyond deadlines. I do. Oh, have, yeah. What happened to that book? Well, uh, because of my job, I lost time. Mm-hmm. I'm not able to do it anymore. And I, I, I feel bad because it's growing. It's, mm-hmm. it's really growing. Uh, in fact, I, we already have some, you know, we have participated in some conferences in Manila where our flags and banners are out there. But uh, I, will, I will still uh, continue with that plan. Well, that's good. Yes. So, what about you, brother Jay? The same question. Oh, oh yes, it's a it's a challenging, challenging times and challenging moments, and it is it is it's it's an earthquake that happened to the church. Actually, it's uh, we've been talking about uh, the pandemic the other day in church that the leaders, and we're almost close because people are not there. We uh, we don't know how to start. We don't know what to do. But we never close. We always uh, we thank God for Facebook Live. We have live uh, live audiences on Facebook. We still continue doing the service the same way as we did uh, pre-pandemic time, and we even established one church with one ministry in the Chinese uh, group in in Delair. It's like it's it's a way that God wanted us to do something because you know uh, as the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And as you seek the kingdom of God above all else, 
and live righteously and he will give everything to you right so it's those are the things that uh that that challenge us during the pandemic and as a nurse you know uh the challenging part is the patients gonna welcome us in their houses because of the pandemic you know so it's a challenging moment also for companies like what we have uh we need to follow protocols we, we need to follow the guidelines of the cdc and and other than that i got i got the covid myself i uh, was exposed Same to here. one of the I, I exposed to one of our patients that travel in mexico and mm -hmm. and i i didn't even just get my myself i gave it to my wife so mm -hmm. we even have a 14-day honeymoon which is not supposed to <laughs> honeymoon quarantine in our own bedroom uh i thank god uh, yeah it's it's we we stayed at, at first we didn't we didn't we didn't uh, at first i did, i don't have any any respiratory symptoms that day that i felt i cannot even walk i got pain everywhere in my body especially in the lower lower part of the, my extremities i can't walk until it goes up i got problems in my stomach and i started to have some chest pain then that's the first time i went to the er first time that's that's uh that the, the time that the COVID hit so bad and the numbers are growing and yes i went to the to the hospital and they check everything everything is it's it's fine the ct scans resolve it's all good and like the doctor says maybe we just check for covid so the yeah. following day which is sunday that's the first time it didn't it didn't even go to church because i said i can i can come because uh i think i have something so to cut this story short is a very challenging uh, it did um mm -hmm. after 14 days we get negative but the residual uh symptoms like, you know yeah. it's it's really really bad especially if you're working uh and they, they even they even thinking about uh the uh, patients might even because they came to know that you know you you become positive now you're negative they need to see the the result as well that you are really free from it you know it's it's really very challenging and with all those kind of stuff we we thank god we never lose hope we never lose our prayers um we still get connected with with our bible study we have zoom meetings zoom bible study and we take use of the technology that we have we didn't yeah. we didn't stop the COVID didn't stop us what to do actually if, if you look at it right now it's like uh the new normal as you're talking about mm -hmm. what we're doing before during the pandemic we might lose some members members of churches not just us all every churches and especially when they stop uh, you know they they don't want members to go to, to their to their to, to their home to their own building you know in the churches that themselves they stopped and we, we did we did lose a lot of families not not only losing them as members we we have members that lost their their life as well mm -hmm. with regards to the covid and those are the most challenging part of us as ministers that mm -hmm. we we're sending somebody else you know uh, we, we we're doing uh, funerals it's it's it, it does really hard it it, it strike me uh, one way or the other um it's like this are this is the part of the pandemic but the way it is is like uh so, they are old uh, they are in the 80s and it's it's time for them to to go with the lord and 
the only thing there was uh we wasn't there when when they're gone you know because the pan right. pandemic uh you cannot even visit them in their houses That's so those right. are those are those are the th those are the challenging times that they they only uh, they they only invite you now that during their funerals so what you're gonna talk about it you know it's it's yeah it's, and they're so yeah, close and to you and those are the things that hit me during the pandemic not not only me myself got the got the COVID, it changes our life live the life to the fullest and enjoy every moment you know time is sh uh, life is too short so I remember, I remember a saying that I, I encouraged to one of my friends in college, which is a drug addict, but this one changed, really changed his life. I said, make your day as if it is your last. Mm -hmm. Make your day as if it is your last. And, and arguably, he did argue with me with that saying, but that saying make an impact to his, to his life that he became a born again believer like me. So, yeah, and you just that's very true because yeah. it's like never in our lifetime we could have imagined no, it, it that just... we would go through this pandemic but as you have said both of you i mean we have learned to adapt to the changes that brought that was brought about by mm -hmm. the pandemic and now with continued guidance and from god i mean we're still here yep. and because we it too is. had had yeah, we, COVID. We, I was the first one that got it in the family, and it was during the the early on where it, when it was very scary, when you were scared because people's lives were being lost, and mm -hmm. just thinking that you have it, it's like there was this stigma that not only that you yeah. were in fear that you were going to yes, get it because there was no vaccine at the time. Yeah, so I we went through all that. But anyway, we have a few comments that yeah, we, we would, have a comment from yeah. Roland, Roland Testor saying. Thank you for nurses who took care of my homebound parents during the pandemic. And yeah, the frontline nurses, mm -hmm. the doctors, we salute you because even though you knew it was dangerous, you still perform your duties. You just showed up. And again, people of uh, God, like the two of you, you came mm -hmm. to the patients who needed your help. You are frontline uh, workers as well. Mm -hmm. And so, so Jay, um, I wanted to know, so you mentioned... Um, that uh, it, it affected your your nursing business so you are you recovered by now oh it's it's uh, actually the business started during the pandemic oh it did so you, it's, it's 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 a way that you can recreate something out of it because okay. you you have to take the opportunity because the opportunity now is home base yes so that's 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 the one that give us or geared us towards this business because, and basically, we are all evangelists. So not, you're not just bringing the care to somebody else. You even give bringing God, yeah. His you kingdom, can. to their houses to, to pray for them, and you know try to uh, and 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 give the best way possible that you know by 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 the faith, the hope that we have, and able to able them to you know to feel the confident again. That somebody somebody's taking care of them. I've seen a lot of patients as well that nobody is even go to their houses. It's like you're the only one three times a week that can visit them and can dine with them, or sometimes they uh, uh, will bring some food for them, you know. And they they really acknowledge those. And because a lot, of, if you know, when when the time that 
the the all the stores are closed everything is can you cannot access a lot of things the only access that they have is us mm -hmm. so whatever we can bring is the, the, that's the way it is and we we see the opportunity that's 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 plainly the, the uh, what god has brought about to us and that, that the vision that we we wanted to cater in uh for homebound patients and we thank god for that and that's the product of pandemic so yes. in the post pandemic era so it, it's it's we, we thank god for the situation we thank god for for the 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 the, the covid there's a, there's something that happened there that we can make it it now as 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 a springboard of success there's a lot of things that happened during the pandemic relationship wise uh that's the time that you have more time with your family have time with the kids you see what they do when when the schools opens we we let them go the school we let them go because one time when i came home I saw my daughter watching YouTube and during the time that, you know, <laughs> it's, it's school time. And I asked, what are you doing? Oh, I'm done with my, my work. Oh, really? So you have time to watch now. So yeah. something like you, 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 you have to start conveying the message and having more time with, with your children. I think that's one of the product of pandemic. That's one of the product of COVID. It's relationship back to, mm -hmm. to the home, to the houses and yeah. we are we are we are the one that 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 uh is, is spearhead those kind of stuff and that's how i see the positive side of the pandemic yeah i'm glad you saw the silver lining because mm -hmm. uh, we right. all we all realize now that the pandemic was life-changing it was and, and while, while we've seen a lot of the negative aspects of it like you said there are some positive aspects of what the pandemic did for us mm -hmm. and so I'd like to think that we should always look at the positive and, and see how we can improve ourselves because of the conditions that we are in. And we have one more question um, that came up. And um, I don't know if this is a question for Father Nelson, but what is the effect of the pandemic on attendees in your church? Have attendees adopted online church services like confessions online and sending social media emoticons during service? And that's from Orly Dizon. Well, yes, the pandemic has affected church attendance. Mm -hmm. uh, initially, for several weeks, uh, there were no service. But then they developed the online uh, service. So the priest mm -hmm. will hold the service by himself, and it will be televised by, uh, I mean, uh, through the internet or, uh, you know, online, like Zoom or Facebook Live. So that's what they did. And uh, until the time that the people started coming coming back to the churches. Yeah, I had the same thing with our church. Yeah, but I think it's with, with yeah. all the churches too. That's mm -hmm. when, yeah, everybody. When people, I yeah. think, you know, I think, and I know we're, we're a little past our time, but I think it's an important discussion. I think what happened was since churches were closed effectively because of the lockdown, people didn't realize what they were missing. And so once the churches opened again, they went back and and appreciated it even more and so uh, yeah, I'd and like, yeah actually like actually we, through i mean even with the online church it actually gave an opportunity for a lot of different churches to reach out 
to wider horizons, so, like international audience. Because like in yes. our church, I go to New Hope Church and there were like viewers from all over the world. Yes, we, so, even even us, even at my church, it's worldwide. We have, we have audience in Saudi Arabia, Dubai, Philippines. Just like yes. it's, 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 it is an opportunity, as I said, and yes. we thank so God for that. Yeah, the pandemic has caused, of course, turmoils and it other is. stuff, but, but we, also we brought see... about some positive right. stuff and advancements, even the way healthcare is now being delivered. Yeah. Systems have evolved because of the pandemic. Right. So, so anyway. This, this hour has flown by. I know. But um, yeah. if I could ask the two of you, we, we will post your email addresses. If mm -hmm. people want to reach out to you after the show, Yes, we will please. post it. We post a recorded video. Mm -hmm. um, but thank yes, you so much. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for being with us tonight. This has been a very enlightening discussion. That's true. And thank you. Yeah, We're blessed. We are blessed. Yeah, we are. Our viewers are they blessed are. because of your presence. So thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. And more, more power to all the things that both of you do. All your hats. Make sure mm -hmm. you wear them all the time because you, know, you never know when somebody's going to need that hat. Yep. Amen. Thank God bless you, so you all. Thank you so much. Thank you. And so, MJ, we're, done. we're at the end of another show. I know that went by so fast. I know, but oh, hey, I, we always you know, have fun. It's because we're having more and right. more fun every time. Right. So it's and like it, we it, don't it, even it, notice the time. I know. <laughs> But anyways, see us again in about a couple of weeks uh, mm -hmm. because the show is every second and fourth Thursday of the month. To uh, see the link, just follow us on our Facebook page, PACCTX Greater Houston Region. Again, my name is Bobby Reyes. Good night. And my name is MJ Concepcion. Good night and see you all next time. Bye. Bye.